Hello friends, welcome back to my podcast. As you can see from the title, today I have a bit of a more serious topic for you and that is being a bad friend or having troubles in your friendships and especially having trouble in your friendships due to mental health issues and personal issues. The reason why I was prompted to talk about this is because I listened to a podcast um, by Tinks. She's an American influencer, podcaster. She has just written her first book and I've been following her for a couple of years and I do really like her content. I love her podcast. I listen to every episode. And one of the most recent episodes is called batteries not included friend and she has sort of spoken about this before and basically what it means is a friend that sort of drags you down and kind of drains your energy and I listened to the episode this morning and it actually made me really sad and like I said I do support Tings. I do love her content. I like most of what she stands for, but I think the episode is really one-sided and it kind of neglects the entire other side. And that is being the friend that is draining other people's energies and reasons why that is. And so, yeah, it kind of hurt my feelings listening to it and just feeling like, she sounded very judgmental and a lot of people do you know you always hear people say oh my god that person is just being so negative I can't be around them they drain me so much all they talk about is negative and I think that's fair but at the same time I do think it's worth asking why and so I want to share my perspective as someone that has had a pretty tough time in life overall ever since I was a teenager and has experienced a lot of adversity and I want to share the reasons why I have had a hard time in friendships and why I think that I too have been a bad friend and have been a batteries not included friend. I would say I'd, I've always had a more difficult time finding and maintaining friends and that has a lot of reasons and I just felt like I wanted to share some of that um, with you today. Um, if you are someone that has lost friends over the course of their life or just feels like they're having a hard time finding friends, maintaining friendships, then my heart goes out to you. I know how hard it is. And I just want you to know that you're not alone and you are loved and you do deserve to have friends. And I think that's what sort of bothered me about the podcast episode that I listened to by Tinks is that, yeah, the other side of the story was neglected. And these people deserve to have friends too. These people deserve to have friendships too. And I think they deserve to be supported. And I think it's super important to, to tell people when you feel drained by them or when you feel like their negativity or their energy is too much for you. And 
what makes me so sad about my past and the friendships that have maybe gone south for me is that I felt like people didn't tell me why they wanted to stop being friends with me. It just sort of fizzled out and it left me feeling very unloved and unlovable. And I think that's horrible. So I wish that someone would have told me, hey, Eva, I'm really sorry, but your issues are too much for me. You're too much for me. I just can't, I can't carry it right now. But maybe we can speak about something else or maybe you can get support from someone else. But for me right now, it's just too much to carry. Um, and in the episode, Tinks, she pretty much just spoke about the kind of people that that drain you and they only speak about themselves and they're always so negative and you need to be careful with those people you need to have boundaries with those people but who are those people is what I'm wondering who are they why are they like that what kind of struggles are they facing what kind of adversity are they facing and I think that's why it kind of triggered me because I was that person, maybe I am that person still sometimes, and sometimes it's really freaking difficult to be bubbly and happy when you feel like you're drowning, and when you're going through so much, it's it's very difficult to be positive, and what makes it even worse then is if you lose friends, and the people that are your support system kind of turn away from you and abandon you because you're too negative for them and you drain their energy. Again, I understand the concept of it. I understand how hard it is to be around someone who's so surrounded by so much negative energy, but it's so important to to have those conversations and to ask, like, what are you going through? How can I support you? And if you can't support each other then to also communicate that and to say like I've reached my capacity I cannot carry your problems any longer I'm sorry I love you as a friend I want to continue this friendship but you can't dump all your stuff on me all the time and that is something that Tinks was mentioning as well like oh these people always trauma dump on you and they only talk about themselves and I know for a fact that there was years of my life where I couldn't see anything else. I physically didn't have the capacity to talk about or see anything else. And I needed support so badly that, yes, a lot of times I did expect too much of my friends. And I probably told my friends too much. And it must have been really difficult for them to listen to it. But just for a second, imagine how difficult it was for me to actually be going through it. And I've always been a person that kind of processes things by talking about them. But if someone tells me, hey, I'm sorry, I don't have the capacity to listen. Can we just do something else? Or like, is there anything that would brighten up your mood? I would be the last person to not be okay with that. But I think where we go wrong is we we bottle things up. Like I've been on the other side of this as well, where I was with someone who I felt like was just drowning in their own drama and there was no way out. And every time we hung out, it was the same story over and over and over and over again. 
and I bottled it up for so long and then when it finally came out it ended up in an argument and it did affect the friendship negatively and I just wish that we would all be better at communicating and talk about these things earlier and talk about them before we have to completely throw away the friendship into the trash. I think you can tell by my voice that this is a very personal topic for me and this is in no way hate against Tinks as a person, as an influence. Uh, I just think that like I said, there's another side to the story. And when you observe someone being super negative and having like all these negative loops and telling you the same issues over and over again, I just want you to not just see them as a burden and as an annoyance, but actually see them as a person who is suffering a great deal. And I think if nothing more, they deserve the truth and they deserve you telling them, hey, I hear you, I empathize with you, but I cannot carry anymore. This is getting too much for me. This is draining my energy. Is there anything, is there any way we can agree on something that is beneficial for both of us so we don't have to continue these negative cycles anymore? I want to share a few little anecdotes from my own life with you because as I mentioned before I've always had a hard time with friends and friendships and I honestly solely blame it on the fact that I've had so much shit happen in my life and that a lot of the time it's just too much for people and Especially growing up, you know, being a kid or being a teenager, people want to have fun. People don't want to hear your problems. Now that we're adults, it's a little bit easier to talk about heavy subjects as well and to understand each other. But if you come from a broken home like me and you go through a lot of stuff with your family and you try to tell your friends as kids or teenagers, it's very likely that they're not going to be able to really support you. And I was going through a lot for years. And my friends at school, they were partying and going out and having having fun, you know. And so often I just remember kind of sitting in, in a corner or feeling like an outsider when we were on a trip or when we were at a party or something. I just always felt like there was no room for me because... I was the person that was killing the mood. I was the person that was killing the vibe, you know, and that's so sad because I was already having a hard time at home and then I was having even more of a hard time with my friends and when I was out socializing. So it kind of led me to isolate more and to 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 do less and to yeah, spent less time with my friends. And when I was growing up as well, I think I was under the impression that the thing that was going to make me feel better was pity because I wasn't able to change my situation as a teenager. I wasn't able to help my parents. I wasn't able to help myself. I was dependent on my parents and everything was a horrible mess. 
Both of my parents had life-threatening diseases as well when I was a teenager, so I was going through all that. There was no other family members around. I had no siblings to rely on. And my friends were turning away from me because it was too much for them. Another thing that Tinks mentions is the batteries not included friend is someone who only talks about themselves and they will not remember details about your life and they will only call you when they need something. And again, yes, I was doing that 100% because I was drowning in my own struggles. I was drowning in my own mental health issues. And yes, I couldn't really listen and I couldn't really remember details about other people's lives or my friends' lives or I couldn't celebrate their successes. I wasn't able to. I literally felt like I was drowning. So what is the solution? Am I not worthy of spending time with my friends? Am I not worthy of calling my friends when I need help? I, I just don't know. Like there has to be room for negativity. There has to be room for periods of time where friendships are really, really difficult. And I think a lot of times in my life, I felt so hurt and I felt so abandoned by people because I would have stuck through it with them. I would have, I would have held their hand, even if it was draining me, even if it would have been incredibly difficult for me, I would have stuck it out with them. I just felt like it was incredibly unfair that a friendship would end because I was being too negative. And as much as I would have liked to be more positive during those specific time periods, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't be more positive. And, and then my overall situation got even worse because I lost friends as well. I don't know if this is something that you've ever experienced um, or if this is like helpful at all. I guess I just wanted to share because I do think it's really difficult when you're going through something to still also be there for your friends and to still kind of, you know, remember things about their lives and celebrate their successes and everything. I think it is incredibly difficult when you're suffering with a mental health condition. When I was still living in Sydney, and if you've listened to my podcast since the beginning, you know this, I was having a really hard time mentally with my anxiety and my physical symptoms were honestly so bad that all my life, all my days, I spent trying to calm my system down, trying to calm my body down. I didn't feel able to socialize. I woke up with anxiety. I went to bed with anxiety. It was so crippling and horrifying that I started taking medication and then there was a period where I was adjusting to the medication so I was feeling very dizzy sort of drowsy and I just wasn't myself and I remember the weeks or the months before I started taking the medication every time I scheduled something with someone I usually would cancel because I was feeling too anxious I thought I was going to die and have a panic attack or I was feeling too depressed and too low and I just couldn't get myself to leave the house and sometimes I was in such a daze that I would forget as well that I had scheduled something with friends 
And there was this one friend um, where that kind of happened with a few times. And again, like I fully admit to it and I apologize to her as well. But I was just beside myself, completely beside myself. And she's someone that was always like, oh, no worries, we can reschedule, like, it's all good, no worries, you know, I can come to you, it's fine. And then one day we met up and she had an outburst and she was very, very angry with me in public. And she was like, I cannot do this anymore with you, you're so negative all the time, all you do is complain. I keep making an effort to see you and you forget that we've we've met we're meant to meet up and you're so disinterested and you don't listen to me. Meanwhile, I was sitting there, I was drowsy from the medication, literally like this close to a mental breakdown again. And it was horrible and I tried speaking to her about it and we did have a couple conversations afterwards, but our friendship was never the same again. And then I left Australia and we never saw each other again. And to this day, it hurts me. And I sent her a long message and I apologized. And I said, look, I was going through hell. I'm really sorry for being a bad friend. I'm really sorry for letting you down, for forgetting things, for not being able to support you, for draining your energy. I'm sorry, I was going through a really, really bad time in my life. And I just wish that friendships would last through those bad times. And I don't know why they haven't. And at this point, I'm almost expecting every friendship to end. Or I'm always thinking like, don't talk about yourself too much, Eva. Like, don't talk about your problems too much. You're going to destroy the friendship. You're going to ruin the friendship. Like, I'm so hyper aware of that now. And I'm so scared of it. And it's really unfair because it should be... The other person should be a better communicator and should tell me before it becomes too much. You know what I mean? And it was a good lesson for myself as well, because like I said, I have been on the other side of it when like, for example, I had a friend who was in a really toxic relationship and the guy was cheating on her again and again and again. And they were together for so long, for like five or seven years. And every time I saw her, she would tell me the same shit about this stupid guy again and again and again. And at some point I just had to be very firm and just be like, look, I, I cannot hear this anymore. I'm sorry. I want to be your friend. I want to be there for you. And I will be there for you when you break up with him. But I don't have the capacity to listen to the same thing over and over again. It's really making me really, really angry and upset. And I know you're not ready to break up with him. So just let me know when you are, please, because I can't do this right now. And I think that's so important. And Another lesson that I learned is before I dump on someone, before I share really heavy things with someone, I usually will check in with them and ask, like, can I share something with you? Do you have the capacity to listen to me right now? Or is it going to be too much for you?
So I think those are the main takeaways and what I wanted to share. The first thing is try to consider the other person and ask yourself, are they really just being a narcissistic asshole or are they truly going through a very hard time? And how can you be more compassionate and how can you communicate your boundaries and your capacity with them without abandoning them and ending the friendship? I understand that some friendships are toxic and they do need to end. But like I said, I wish for myself that the people in my life would have told me what was bothering them instead of like kind of disappearing from my life more and more or sort of ghosting me and just ignoring my texts. Like that is so hurtful and I feel so disrespected by that and I really don't think it's okay. I know it's always the easy route to just not communicate. But please, if you have someone in your life right now and you feel like they're draining your energy and you're having a hard time with them, I know it's scary, but tell them. Tell them how you feel. And if they respond badly, then that's your answer as well. Then you have a right to distance yourself from the friendship. But if you really do love them and they are a true friend, please let them know how you feel. Communicate your boundaries openly and honestly. And if you are in my position and you are someone that struggles with mental health issues, try to get support from people that aren't your friends and family as well, because friends and family can only do so much. And it does get to a point where it just becomes too much. And there are a lot of resources online. um, And I would always recommend therapy as well. If you can't afford that or your insurance doesn't cover it, um, have a look at some free resources. Just have a Google search to see what's available in your language and in your area. Again, like in the end, it always comes down to the same thing. And that is honesty and transparency and not just judging people. You know, I think so often we walk through life and we think, oh, that person's an asshole. That person's a bitch. That person is so negative and they're like an what do people always use this term like like an energy vampire or something like they kind of suck the life out of you but maybe they're dead themselves you know what I mean like maybe that's why because they are literally just a hollow shell of nothing because they're going through some really dark and horrifying shit and it's your job to have boundaries but it also should be your job to communicate and to still be compassionate and caring and not just think they're an asshole and I'm going to cut them out from my life because this isn't good for me. You know, relationships and friendships can be difficult and I know that I can be a lot and that I can be intense and that I have a lot of issues and I have a lot of moods, but it's not really my fault, you know, the things that I was, the cards that I was dealt by life. I know it's my responsibility and I am, you know, working through a lot of things in therapy and I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to be a good person as much as I can. And the only thing I ever ask for is honesty and for people to, like, I want people to tell me I'm being an asshole. I want people to tell me, that I'm draining them because then I can do something about it and it's going to be hard to hear and it's going to be hard to have these conversations but 
I understand. Like, I, I get it. I get it. But if someone listens to me hour after hour, and if someone is like, yeah, I'm always there for you, I'm gonna share some stuff with them. And I'm probably gonna, you know, trauma dump every once in a while, because they assured me that it's okay. And then in the end, it kind of comes back around to me in a negative way. And I'm really sick and tired of that. And I really don't think that's fair. And again, I have been on the other side of that as well, where I cared about someone so much and I so desperately wanted to help them and they just, I couldn't help them or they were not ready to to accept my help or whatever. And, and it made me really angry and it made me resent them a lot. And that's not fair of me either because it's my job to protect my boundaries and it's my job to communicate these boundaries to the people in my life as well. So that was a big ramble. I hope it made sense. Um, and yeah, I'm going to just leave it here. <laughs>